The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 18th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. This morning our gospel does indeed come from St. Matthew, chapter 18, verses 21 through 35, and you can find this in your pew Bible on page 1527. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? And Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And as he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Now, since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he, his wife, and his children, and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. Now the servant's master took pity on him and canceled the debt and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. And he grabbed him and he began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and he begged him. He said, be patient with me and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. And when the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged. And they went and they told their master everything that had, been, that had happened. And then the master called the servant in, and he said to him, you wicked servant, I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? And in his anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he could pay back all that he owed. And this is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. I'm going to call up my little buddy, Michael John, who is in church with us today for a Come on up, pal. We need to talk. If you sit on this, do you promise not to fall off? No? <laughs> okay, don't fall off it because that'll, uh, that'll make this illustration not what I was hoping it would be, okay? All right. And let's see. I had a whole bunch of pencils here. Does um, anyone in there? I need like two pencils. Can somebody hand me a... Oh, I like that. 
Yeah, I like that. Ed, can I have one of your pencils there? Yeah, okay. All right. Well, today, we just had the reading, the gospel reading, and that was Jesus was talking to his, uh, into his, uh, his disciples and telling them a story about forgiveness. And, and when we look at pencils, they come in all different sizes and colors, don't they? Yeah. Just like people. Yeah. Right? Just like me, just like you. I heard what you said. You got some... Uh, some new uh, uh, Jello, right? Jello pudding. And what, what colors did you get? Uh, chocolate and vanilla. Chocolate and vanilla, and vanilla, right? And you said just like you, yeah. right? Yeah, you betcha. And so with these pencils here, we got like here's a short little one, kind of fat, like Pastor Uncle here. Isn't that what you call me, Pastor Uncle? Yeah. yeah. And. And then we have some long ones. What are these things here? Uh, pencils. And what are the rubber parts here? Uh, erasers. 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 And what do they do? They mark everything you like. Right. And if you make a mistake, you can take the eraser and you can go e e e and and make it better, right? Yeah. Well, you know what? These pencils are like people, and in, in, in these erasers, we make mistakes, don't we? Sometimes yeah. people make mistakes. And so what our lesson today was is that since we're all people, we all serve the Lord, we all love him and he loves us, that we should be mindful to allow us and others to use their erasers. Like That one's been used a lot. That's mine. That's like, yeah. that's, that's, uh, kind of, that's like vanilla. It is like vanilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what Jesus was telling us today was that um, the one guy asked, well, how often should I forgive somebody? And he says, seven times? Like, that was a lot. And Jesus said, no, I'm talking 77, which really means we keep forgiving because we love each other and people make mistakes and God forgives us all of our mistakes, so we owe it back to him. What do you think of that? Good. Sound good? Okay. Well, let's pray. Okay. Abba, Father, we thank you for being a forgiving God, a God who gave us the very best. And Father, we pray that you would give us a heart to forgive others when they've trespassed against us, just like you forgive us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thanks, buddy. You did great. I'm going to help you down. All right. All right. That's my buddy, Michael John. He calls, he hasn't called it to my face, but I'm Uncle Pastor. <laughs> so I kind of dig that. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Isn't this great? I mean, you know, I love it. Well, we should start this in the name of Jesus. Interesting stories today, historical accounts. And I'm going to focus primarily on um, the Old Testament uh, that we find in Genesis. And I got another story to tell you. There were three mean-looking dudes that come up on motorcycles, and they pull into a truck stop cafe. You know, the kind on the five. And there's a little guy sitting at the counter, and he's quietly eating his lunch. And these three mean dudes, they see him, and they walk up to him, and they start grabbing his food and eating it, flipping his hat, 
underneath his, his nose, all that good stuff. And they laughed in his face. And the little truck driver, he didn't say a word. He got up. He paid for his food. And he walked out. And one of the bikers that was unhappy that they hadn't succeeded in provoking a response from this little man. They didn't provoke him into a fight. This guy says to the waitress, well, he sure wasn't much of a man, was he? And the waitress has got her pad and she's taking her order. She goes, no. I guess not. In fact, he's not much of a truck driver either because he just ran over three motorcycles. <laughs> okay, tell me you didn't see that coming. We, uh, we have a familiar saying that it's like, don't get mad, just get even, right? It kind of sums up the world's philosophy on how to deal with someone who wrongs you, right? that's not what we learn today. That's not uh, what we confess in the Lord's Prayer. That's not, you know, how Jesus worked it, right? In contrast to the world's way, God prescribes a radical approach when we are wronged. And we find out in the Ephesians 4.32 that we are to be kind and tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ has forgiven us. Now, you know me well enough, but I see some visitors in here, and I need to tell you, I am not preaching holier than thou. I'm preaching to me right now, too. And, um, you know, because forgiveness is not easy. If it was easy, we wouldn't have needed a, a Savior who died on the Christ for the forgiveness of sins, would we? Right? No, it's not easy. And we can't do it on our own. And that takes some of the pressure off. Let's go on. It's easy to say, and it's tough to apply it. The difficulty increases in proportion to how badly you have or I have been hurt, right? Yeah, sometimes you don't feel like forgiving that other person. Are any of you going through that right now? Some of you um, have pain from a recent situation. Some of you are carrying pain that happened a long time ago. Long time ago. And if you're bitter, if I'm bitter, then you're not, I'm not following the two commandments that God, the Son, gave to us. And that is to love God and to love others. And in Hebrews, Paul writes, he says, bitterness not only displeases God, it spreads to others, defiling them. It does. When I've gone and been, you know, bitter Bob, and I talk to other people that are my friends, they're like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, let's run over their motorcycles. Right? You need to get even. It can spread to others. It can spread 
through a church congregation. May it never be so here, but it can. Unforgiveness is a terrible state to be in, and that's what God is pointing out to us today. Now, we have an example here with Joseph and his brothers. And the scenario that we see here with Joseph and his, his brothers is that um, Jacob has just passed away. And now the brothers are going, uh-oh, <laughs> dad's gone. I think little brother might take it out on us. What's to keep him from, you know, offing us, imprisoning us? I mean, after all, we threw him in a pit. We were going to kill him, and then we thought, ah, well, we'll sell him. And we lied to our dad. And we got caught in a lie. These guys are pretty worried. Now, we don't know exactly um, if they forged a letter that they said was their father's that said, uh, Joseph, you know, you need to forgive your brothers upon my death, right? They want to make, just make sure that, that Joseph wasn't going wasn't to get medieval on him. And that doesn't make any kind of sense because um, Jacob would have come and, and he would have talked to his son. But Joseph had every right to be bitter. He had been, he'd had people doing wrong to him from the time he got thrown to the pit to the time that he came and he was in Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife accused him of coming on to her, actually more than that, rape. And she was the one that was chasing him. And then he was in prison and he helped people and, and they got out of prison and they forgot about him. And then he was restored as one of the, the most powerful men in all of Egypt. And boy, you know, <laughs> wouldn't it be hard not to want to run over everybody's motorcycles at that point in time? He could have done it too, right? I mean, he had the, he had the authority, but he didn't. Why? Because he loved God and he loved others I uh, I wonder out loud with you right now that if in order to forgive others maybe we have to take our proper place what does that mean it's kind of like who do you think you are Ken well, I'm offended. I've had this person, you know, hurt me. No, no, no. Here's another good question. Who do you think you are? Well, I'm Ken. Okay, you're getting closer. Who do you think you are? All right, I'm a son of the living God by what Christ did on the cross. He's given me the power to be called a child of God. Exactly. And that's the same thing with you. Who do you think you are? You angry with somebody right now? Are you holding a grudge? Is it making you feel happy? I hope not. It's going to make you feel sick and you need to get rid of it and you need to forgive now. And you need to forgive every time you bring it back up and put it back in that bitter bag. I do the same thing. Oh, yeah, I forgive. Thank you. And then all, every once in a while, I see that person or you think of that person. Rotten, rotten, rotten. Now I'm back again. That is the way of the Christian. 
That is the way of broken people. We daily are in a, in a, in a, in a, a wave, like waves coming onto the beach of, of repentance and forgiveness. That's what God does for us. Joseph told his brothers when they approached him, his first response when he saw his brothers the first time was to weep. Not, ha, 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 this is not your lucky day, guys. It was to weep. And he said, am I in God's place? He knew who he was. I'm in God's place. You're a child of God. I'm a child of God. We're in his place for his son's sake. Joseph's question is a good one to ask yourself when we're tempted to withhold forgiveness or to seek vengeance against someone. Am I in God's place? Joseph was powerful in the world's eyes, but he knew he was never big enough to take God's place. And we need to realize the same thing. The Lord says, vengeance is mine. You remember hearing that? I'll give you the address. That's in Romans 12, 19. Vengeance is mine, I will repay. God can do a whole lot better job at dressing people down than you and I ever can. Let him. Most of us want God's justice for the guy who wronged us. We talked about that last week when you're driving along the road. Okay, when I'm driving along the road, there has been times when I said, ha, justice on that guy, right? As he's getting written up because he passed you like you were standing still and I was still going 80. (laughs) And then if you get pulled over or when I've gotten pulled over, it's mercy. Boy, don't I sound like the servant? I'll pay it back. Don't suppose you can give me a warning. He goes, yeah, here's your warning. Don't do it again. God forgives us when we repent, when we ask. We heard it in our psalm today, Jewel, as you were reading it. Wow, it's like this stuff is all connected, right? The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. What a gracious, loving God. Who do you think you are to withhold forgiveness? Are you in God's place when you're thinking that? We need to humble ourselves and understand that we are under God's sovereignty. Michael John, let me ask you a question. Does your pop love you? Yeah? Does your grandma love you? Why do you think that is? Because. I'm cool, but you are totally cool. I don't like And you're cute and you're wise. Right? Let me tell you why they love you. They love you because of you. Because you are a part of them. 
They look at you and their heart goes, oh. And that's how God the Father looks at all of us. Does he love you because you've done anything for him? No. He loves you because of you. Just like that little boy over there. And he loves all those people that have offended you and offended me. All those different kinds of pencils. Some of them short, some of them long, some of them that don't have an eraser that's been used at all. My dad used to brag about that. He goes, yep, the, my eraser hasn't been used. And my mom had something that I cannot share with you on this time, but <laughs> she put him back in his place. We have erasers for a purpose because mistakes are made. And finally, let's wrap it up with Jesus in talking to his disciples. Isn't that just a, an amazing thing that um, Peter was being all pious? You know, because once, you know, and twice in the, um, in he, you know, for the Israelites to be forgiving somebody, I'm sorry to do this, but, and this is not a summons, but this is for you. <laughs> and um, I just, I've been meaning to give that to you for a long time, John. Um, <laughs> You never know what this guy is going to do. Where was I? I was at church. I'm not giving him a summons. Peter. So here it was. He's being all pious. All right. Well, my goodness. You know, know, twice would be a lot for the Hebrews, you know, at the time. But, you know, seven. (laughs) Woo! Look at how holy I am, Lord. Right? And he goes, No! Seven times 70, or, you know, it doesn't mean that at at 499 or 49 times that you just go, whoop, I'm withholding it, because you know what? There's uh, sins that we commit of omission, commission, right? We're sinning all the time. Boy, I've been sinning up. My my sin meter's going, "Mm, I'm pegging it and burning it, just being here right now. And God's not keeping track of that. Repent. Ask forgiveness far as east is from west he remembers it no more not because he can't because he promises that he won't so then you have this opportunity where he shows that this the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle his accounts this guy owed so much money and there's all kinds of people that have done the math and they go oh well it's you know 100 million or it's this it's a lot of money and the guy couldn't pay it back just like our debt and sin it's so bad we can't pay it back that's why we need Jesus. And so he forgives him. He begs. He says, I'm sorry, I'll pay it back. And he took mercy on him. And he says, fine, your debt is canceled. Go. And the rotten guy goes out and says, hey, you owe me five bucks. Chokes him out. God's forgiven you an awful lot. Could be $100 million worth, maybe even more, right? Of course more. There's no value you can put on it. So who do I think I am? Who do you think you are? As after we walk out of here and we know we've been forgiven, we partake in the holy sacrament of the altar, that we remember our baptism. Who do we think we are that as soon as we go out and somebody affronts us and we start choking them out for five bucks? Stop it. And you need to tell me the same thing. Go ahead, say stop it. Stop it. 
We need to remind each other that forgiven people should be forgiving. We need to remind each other that this isn't about us being so good and nice and pious. About 588 times I'll forgive you. No, there is no end. We need to remember our baptism. We died with Christ in a death like his. We rose from the dead in a resurrection like his. Who do you think you are? I'm a son. I'm a daughter of the living God. And I walk wet. And I cannot judge the master's other servants. I need to love them. And when I don't, I need to ask him to help me forgive. Because I've been forgiven. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.